Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, Elohim created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of Elohim moved upon the face of the waters. And Elohim said, Let there be light. And there was light. And Yahweh saw the light, that it was good. And Yahweh divided the light from the darkness, and Yahweh called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. And Yahweh said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And Yahweh made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And Yahweh called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning were the second day. And Yahweh said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together to one place, and let dry land appear, and it was so. And Yahweh called the dry land earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And Yahweh said, Let the earth bring forth grass the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind, and Yahweh saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And Yahweh said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And Yahweh made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night, the stars also. And Yahweh set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And Yahweh said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that has life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And Yahweh created great whales, and every living creature that moves which the waters brought forth abundantly, after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And Yahweh blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And Yahweh said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And Yahweh made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creeps upon the earth after his kind. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And Yahweh Elohim said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So Yahweh created man in his own image. In the image of Yahweh created he him. Male and female created he them. And Yahweh blessed them. And Yahweh said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And Yahweh said, Behold, 
I've given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed to you it shall be for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creeps upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day Yahweh ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And Yahweh blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which Yahweh created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created, in the day that Yahweh Elohim made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For Yahweh Elohim had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And Yahweh Elohim formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And Yahweh Elohim planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made Yahweh Elohim to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison, that is it which compasses the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Bedellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel. That is it which goes toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And Yahweh Elohim took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And Yahweh Elohim commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat thereof you shall surely die. And Yahweh Elohim said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground Yahweh Elohim formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he should call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name of it. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helpmeet for him. And Yahweh Elohim caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead of it. And the rib which Yahweh Elohim had taken from man made he a woman and brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave to his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, 
the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which Yahweh Elohim had made. And he said to the woman, Yes, as Yahweh said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Yahweh has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. For Yahweh does know that in the day that you eat of it, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as Yahweh, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired, to make one wise, she took of the fruit of it, and did eat, and gave also to her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons, and they heard the voice of Yahweh, Elohim, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Yahweh, Elohim, amongst the trees of the garden. And Yahweh, Elohim, called Adam, saying to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded you that you should not eat? And the man said, The woman that you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And Yahweh Elohim said to the woman, What is this that you have done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And Yahweh Elohim said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon your belly shall you go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. It shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In sorrow you shall bring forth children, and your desire shall be toward your husband, and he shall rule over you. And Adam, he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it were you taken, for dust you are, and to dust shall you return." And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. To Adam also and to his wife did Yahweh Elohim make coats of skins and clothe them. And Yahweh Elohim said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever, Therefore Yahweh Elohim sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from where he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 4. And Adam knew Eve his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, 
I have gotten a man from Yahweh. And she again bore his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering to Yahweh. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock into the fat of it. And Yahweh had respect to Abel and to his offering. But to Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And Yahweh said to Cain, Why are you wroth, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin lies at the door. And to you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother, and slew him. And Yahweh said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries to me from the ground. And now are you cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall not from here on yield to you her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall you be in the earth. And Cain said to Yahweh, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from your face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that finds me shall kill me. And Yahweh said to him, Therefore, whosoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken upon him sevenfold. And Yahweh set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of Yahweh, and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch. And he built a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. And to Enoch was born Irad, and Irad begat Mehushael, and Mehushael begat Methusael, and Methusael begat Lamech. And Lamech took to him two wives. The name of the one was Ada, and the name of the other Zillah. And Ada bare Jabal. He was the father of such as dwell in tents, and of such as have, have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all such as handle the harp and organ. And Zillah, she also bare Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Naamah. And Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, Hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son and called his name Seth. For Yahweh, said she, has appointed me another seed instead of Abel whom Cain slew, and to Seth. To him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of Yahweh. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 5. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that Yahweh created man, in the likeness of Elohim made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them, and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. 
And Adam lived a hundred and thirty years, and begat a son in his own likeness after his image, and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he had begotten Seth were eight hundred years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived a hundred and five years, and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos eight hundred and seven years, and begat sons and daughters. In all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enos lived ninety years, and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan eight hundred and fifteen years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were nine hundred and five years, and he died. And Canaan lived seventy years, and begat Mahalalel. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalalel eight hundred and forty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Canaan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. And Mahalalel lived sixty-five years, and begat Jared. And Mahalalel lived after he begat Jared eight hundred and thirty years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalalel were eight hundred ninety-five years, and he died. And Jared lived a hundred sixty-two years, and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch eight hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were nine hundred sixty-two years, and he died. And Enoch lived sixty-five years, and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with Yahweh after he begat Methuselah three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty-five years. And Enoch walked with Yahweh, and he was not, for Yahweh took him. And Methuselah lived a hundred eighty-seven years, and begat Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech seven hundred eighty-two years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred sixty-nine years, and he died. And Lamech lived a hundred and eighty and two years, and begat a son, and he called his name Noah, saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands, because of the ground which Yahweh has cursed. And Lamech lived after he begat Noah five hundred ninety-five years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Lamech were seven hundred seventy-seven years, and he died. And Noah was five hundred years old, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 6. And it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of Yahweh saw the daughters of man, that they were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. And Yahweh said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of Yahweh came in to the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. And the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And Yahweh saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented Yahweh that he had made man upon the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. 
And Yahweh said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repents me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of Yahweh. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with Yahweh. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before Yahweh, and the earth was filled with violence. And Yahweh looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And Yahweh said to Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make you an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall you make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which you shall make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits, the breadth of it fifty cubits, and the height of it thirty cubits. A window shall you make to the ark, and in a cubit shall you finish it above. And the door of the ark shall you set in the side of it, with lower, second, and third stories shall you make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with you will I establish my covenant, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shall you bring into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. Of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto you to keep them alive. And take unto you of all the food that is eaten, and you shall gather it to you. And it shall be food for you and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that Yahweh commanded him, so did he. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 7. And Yahweh said to Noah, Come, you and all your house, into the ark, for you have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast you shall take to you by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean, by two, the male and his female. Of fowls also of the air, by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of all the earth. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according to all that Yahweh commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls and of everything that creeps upon the earth, there went in two and two to Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as Yahweh had commanded Noah. And it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. In the six hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the seventeenth day of the month, the same day, were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. 
In the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as Yahweh had commanded him. And Yahweh shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased, and bore upon the ark, and it was lifted above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. And all flesh that died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and of every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land, died. And every living substance was destroyed which is upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth a hundred fifty days. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 8. And Yahweh remembered Noah and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And Yahweh made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters subsided. And the fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the end of the hundred and fifty days the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent forth a raven, which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned to him into the ark. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days and sent forth the dove, which returned not again to him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And Yahweh spoke to Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring forth with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, 
of fowl, of cattle, of every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, whatsoever creeps upon the earth, after their kinds went forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar to Yahweh, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And Yahweh smelled a sweet savor. And Yahweh said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living thing, as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 9. And Yahweh blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl of the air, upon all that moves upon the earth, and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you, even as the green herb have I given you all things. But the flesh with the life of it, which is the blood of it, you shall not eat. And surely your blood of your lives will I require, at the hand of every beast will I require it, and at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of Yahweh made he man. And you, be you fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply in it. And Yahweh spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, and I, behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with your seed after you, and with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl, of the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. And I will establish my covenant with you. Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And Yahweh said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token of a covenant between me and the earth. And it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that the bow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. And the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between Yahweh and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And Yahweh said to Noah, This is the token of the covenant, which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of the wine and was drunk, and he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren that were outside. 
And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and they did not see their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be Yahweh Elohim of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Yahweh shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood three hundred fifty years, and all the days of Noah were nine hundred fifty years, and he died. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 10. Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and to them were sons born after the flood. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, and Madai, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshach, and Tiras. And the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Repha, and Togarmah. And the sons of Javan, Elisha, and Tarshish, Ketim, and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, every one after his tongue, after their families, in their nations. And the sons of Ham, Cush, and Mizraim, and Phut, and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Seba, and Havilah, and Sabta, and Ramah, and Sabtiksha, the sons of Ramah, Sheba, and Dedan. And Cush begat Nimrod, he began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter in the presence of Yahweh, wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before Yahweh. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalna, and the land of Shinar. Out of that land went forth Ashur, and built Nineveh, and the city of Rehoboth, and Kela and reason between Nineveh and Calah, the same as a great city. And Mizraim begat Ludim, and Anamim, and Lehabim, and Naphtuhim, and Pathrusim, and Kashluhim, out of whom called came Philistim, and Kaphtorim. And Canaan begat Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Gergesite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Arvidite, and the Zemurite, and the Hamathite, and afterward were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. And the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as you come into Gerar, unto Gaza, as you go to Sodom, and to Gomorrah, and Adma, and Zeboim, even to Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their countries, and in their nations. Unto Shem also, the father of all the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth the elder, even to him were children born. The children of Shem, Elam, and Ashur, and Arphaxad, and Lud, and Aram. And the children of Aram, Uz, and Hul, and Gether, and Mash. And Arphaxad begat Selah, and Selah begat Eber. And unto Eber were born two sons, the name of one was Peleg. For in his days was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. And Joktan begat Almodad, and Shelef, and Hazarmaveth, and Jerah, and Hadorem, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obal, and Abimael, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab, 
and all these were the sons of Joktan. And their dwelling was from Misha, as you go into Sifar, a mount of the east. These are the sons of Shem, after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, after their generations, in their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 11. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go, let's make brick, and burn them thoroughly. And they had made brick for stone, and slime did they have for mortar. And they said, Let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach to heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And Yahweh came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And Yahweh said, The people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. And so Yahweh scattered them abroad from there upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to building the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because Yahweh did there confound the language of all the earth, and from there did Yahweh scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old and begat Arphaxad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begat Arphaxad five hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And Arphaxad lived five hundred thirty years and begat Selah. And Arphaxad lived after he begat Selah four hundred and three years and begat sons and daughters. And Selah lived thirty years and begat Eber. And Selah lived after he begat Eber four hundred three years and begat sons and daughters. And Eber lived thirty-four years, and begat Peleg. And Eber lived after he begat Peleg four hundred thirty years, and begat sons and daughters. And Peleg lived thirty years, and begat Ru. And Peleg lived after he begat Ru two hundred nine years, and begat sons and daughters. And Ru lived thirty-two years, and begat Serug. And Ru lived after he begat Serug two hundred seven years, and begat sons and daughters. And Serug lived thirty years, and begat Nahor. And Serug lived after he begat Nahor two hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And Nahor lived twenty-nine years, and begat Terah. And Nahor lived after he begat Terah a hundred nineteen years, and begat sons and daughters. And Terah lived seventy years, and begat Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Terah. Terah begat Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran begat Lot. And Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Chaldees. And Abram and Nahor took them wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terah were two hundred five years, and Terah died in Haran. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 12. 
Now Yahweh said to Abram, Get you out of your country, and from your kindred, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation, and will bless you, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you, and curse him that curses you. And in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as Yahweh had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and all the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land into the place of Sichem, into the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And Yahweh appeared to Abram and said, Unto your seed will I give this land. And there built he an altar to Yahweh, who appeared to him. And he removed from there to a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent. Bethel on the west, and high on the east. And there he built an altar to Yahweh, and called upon the name of Yahweh. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to travel there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said to Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that you are a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians see you, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me. But they will save you alive. Say, I pray you, you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and my soul shall live because of you. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Yahweh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house, and he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen, and he asses, and men servants, and maid servants, and she asses, and camels. And Yahweh plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that you've done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So I might have taken her with me to wife. Now therefore, behold your wife, take her and go your way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him. And they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 13. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver and in gold. And he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of Yahweh. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelt then in the land. And Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray you, between you and I, between your herdmen and my herdmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself, I pray you, from me. If you will take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of Yahweh, like the land of Egypt, as you come into Zoar. 
Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before Yahweh exceedingly. And Yahweh said to Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now your eyes and look from the place where you are northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, to you will I give it, and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall your seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it to you. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar to Yahweh. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Chedorlaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Birsha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. All these were joined together in the vale of Sidim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Chedorlaomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Chedorlaomer, and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephaims in Ashtaroth, Karnaim, and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Emims in Shaveh, Kariatham, and the Horites in their Mount Seir, unto El Paran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to En Mishphat, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hazazon Tamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zoayim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Sidim, with Chedorlaomer, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elassar, four kings with five. And the vale of Sidim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountains. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their victuals, and went their way. And they took Lot. Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshcol, and brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them to Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them into Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the woman also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chedorlaomer, and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Sheva, which is the king's dale, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High El. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High El, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High El, which has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me persons and take the goods for yourselves. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, 
I have lifted up my hand to Yahweh, the Most High El, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latch, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich, except only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Memory, let them take their portion. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of Yahweh came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield, and your exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Sovereign Yahweh, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eleazar of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me you have given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of Yahweh came to him, saying, this shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your own bowels shall be your heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars, if you be able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your seed be. And he believed in Yahweh, and he counted to him for righteousness. And he said to him, I am Yahweh that brought you out of Ur of the Chaldees to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Sovereign Yahweh, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said to him, Take me a heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took to him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against the other, but the birds did he not divide. And when the fowls came down to the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him, and he said to Abram, Know of a surety that your seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and they shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. And you shall go to your fathers in peace, you shall be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation... They shall come forth again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day Yahweh made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto your seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, and the Kenizzites, and the Cadmonites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephaims, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bore him no children, and she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Look now, Yahweh has restrained me from bearing. I pray you, go to my maid. It may be that I may obtain children through her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in to Hagar, and she conceived and when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said to Abram, My wrong be upon you, 
I've given my maid to your bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. Yahweh judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as it pleases you. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of Yahweh found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, from whence did you come? And where will you go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, Return to your mistress, and submit yourself under her hands. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, I will multiply your seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of Yahweh said to her, Behold, you are with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, because Yahweh has heard your affliction. And he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of Yahweh that spoke to her, You, El, see me. For she said, Have I also here looked after him that sees me? Wherefore the well was called Behir Laharoi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Agar bore Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 17. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, Yahweh appeared to Abram and said to him, I am El Shaddai, walk before me and be you perfect. And I will make my covenant between you and I, and I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and Yahweh talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. Neither shall your name any more be called Abram, but your name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made you, and I will make you exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations out of you, and kings shall come out of you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you, and your seed after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be an Elohim to you, and to your seed after you. And I will give to you, and to your seed after you, the land wherein you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their Elohim. And Yahweh said to Abram, you shall keep my covenant, therefore, you and your seed after you in their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your seed after you. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations, he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger which is not of your seed. He that is born in your house and he that is bought with your money must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people." He has broken my covenant. And Yahweh said to Abraham, As for Sarai your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give you a son also of her, 
Yes, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to him that is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said to Yahweh, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. And Yahweh said, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear to you at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and Yahweh went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as Yahweh had said to him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael, his son, was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael, his son. And all the men of his house, born in the house and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 18. And Yahweh appeared to him in the plains of Mamre, as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and three men stood near him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and bowed himself toward the ground, and said, My sovereign, if now I have found favor in your sight, do not pass away, I pray you, from your servant. Let a little water, I ask you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort you, your hearts. After that you shall pass on. For therefore are you come to your servant. And they said, So do, as you have said. And Abraham hastened into the tent to Sarah, and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, and knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran to the herd and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it to a young man, and, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And they said to him, Where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, In the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind them. Now Abram and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my master being old also? And Yahweh said to Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for Yahweh? At the time appointed, I will return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. And the men rose up from there and looked toward Sodom. And Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And Yahweh said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? 
seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of Yahweh, to do justice and judgment, that Yahweh may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And Yahweh said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which is come to me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from there and went toward Sodom. But Yahweh stood yet before Abraham. And Abraham drew near and said, Will you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? What if there be fifty righteous within the city? Will you also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are there? That be far from you to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, and that be far from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Yahweh said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak to Yahweh, which I am but dust and ashes. What if there shall lack five of the fifty righteous? Will you destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spoke to him yet again, and said, What if there be forty found there? And he said, I will not do it for forty. And he said to him, Oh, let not Yahweh be angry, and I will speak. What if there are thirty found there? And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak to my sovereign. What if there shall be twenty found there? And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, oh, Let not Yahweh be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. What if ten shall be found there? And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And Yahweh went his way. As soon as he had left communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned to his place. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 19. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my masters, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and stay all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, No, but we will stay in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in to him, and entered into his house. And he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot, and said to him, Where are the men which came into you this night? Bring them out to us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door to them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Look now, I have two daughters which have not yet known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out to you, and do ye to them as is good in your eye. Only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one came in to travel, and he will need be a judge. Now will we deal worse with you than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to breaking the door. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. 
And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said to Lot, Have you here any besides son-in-law and your sons and your daughters and whatsoever you have in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxed great before the face of Yahweh, and Yahweh has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for Yahweh will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked to his sons-in-law. And when the morning rose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters which are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters, Yahweh being merciful to him. And they brought him forth and set him outside the city. And it came to pass when they had brought him forth abroad that he said, Escape for your life, do not look behind you, neither stay you in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest you be consumed. And Lot said to them, Oh, not so, my sovereign. Behold now, your servant has found grace in your sight, and you have magnified your mercy, which you have showed to me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold now, this city is near to flee to, and, and it is a little one. Let me escape there. Is it not a little one? And my soul shall live. And he said to him, See, I have accepted you concerning this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city for the which you have spoken. Haste you, escape there, for I cannot do anything to you become there. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered to Zoar. Then Yahweh rained upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah brimstone and fire from Yahweh out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities, and all the plain, and all the inhabitants of the cities, and that which grew upon the ground. But his wife looked back from behind him. She became a pillar of salt. And Abraham got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before Yahweh. And he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the plain, and beheld. And, lo, the smoke of the country went up as the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass, when Yahweh destroyed the cities of the plain, that Yahweh remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities into which Lot dwelt. And Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him, for he feared to dwell in Zoar. And he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old. And there is not a man in the earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he perceived not when she lay down nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, I lay yesternight with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also, and you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not perceive when she lay down nor when she arose. Thus were both the daughters of Lot with child from their father. And the firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab, the same as the father of the Moabites to this day. And the younger she also bore a son, and she called his name Benami, the same as the father of the children of Ammon to this day. 
End of chapter. Genesis chapter 20. And Abraham journeyed from there toward the south country, and dwelt between Kadesh and Shur, and traveled in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech king of Gerar sent and took Sarah. But Yahweh came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, You are a dead man. For the woman which you have taken, she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Yahweh, will you also slay a righteous nation? Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And she, even she herself, said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocency of my hands have I done this. And Yahweh said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore I did not suffer you to touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for you, and you shall live. And if you restore her not, know you that you shall surely die, you and all that are yours. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears, and the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? And what have I offended you in, that you have brought upon me and upon my kingdom a great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see that you had done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, Surely a fear of Yahweh is not in this place, and they will kill me for my wife's sake. Yet indeed she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came to pass, when Yahweh caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said to her, This is your kindness which you shall show to me at every place, wherever we shall come. Say of me, He is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them to Abraham and restored Sarah his wife to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. And unto Sarah he said, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. He is to you a covering of the eyes. Unto all that are with you and with all other, thus she was reproved. So Abraham prayed to Yahweh, and Yahweh healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bore children. For Yahweh had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 21. And Yahweh visited Sarah as he had said, and Yahweh did to Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which Yahweh had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as Yahweh had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, Yahweh has made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had borne to Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said to Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. 
And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And Yahweh said to Abraham, Let it not be grievous in your sight because of the lad and because of your bondwoman. In all that Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac shall your seed be called. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is your seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, took bread, a bottle of water, gave it to Hagar, putting it upon her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs, and she went and sat her down over against him a good way off, as it were a bow shot, for she said, Let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. And Yahweh heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of Yahweh called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for Yahweh has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in your hand, for I will make him a great nation. And Yahweh opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad to drink. And Yahweh was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran. And his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the chief captain of his host, spoke to Abraham, saying, Yahweh is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me here by Yahweh that you will not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done to you, shall you do to me, and to the land wherein you have traveled. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. And Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing, neither did you tell me, neither yet have I heard of it but today. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and both of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves, and Abimelech said to Abraham, What do these seven ewe lambs mean which you have set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs shall you take of my hand, that they may be a witness to me that I have dug this well. Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, because they swore both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up, and Phicol, the chief captain of his host, and they returned to the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a grove in Beersheba, and called there on the name of Yahweh, the everlasting El. And Abraham traveled in the Philistines' land many days. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 22. And it came to pass after these things that Yahweh did tempt Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. And he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and get you into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell you of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and chopped the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place of which Yahweh had told him. And then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young man, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father? 
And he said, here am I, my son. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where's the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, Yahweh will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And so they went both of them together. And they came to the place of which Yahweh had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there, laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the messenger of Yahweh called to him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not your hand upon the lad, neither do you anything to him. For now I know that you fear Yahweh, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Yahweh Yireh, as it is said to this day. In the mount of Yahweh it shall be seen. And the angel of Yahweh called to Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, says Yahweh, for because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, that in blessing I will bless you and in multiplying I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah, she has also borne children to your brother Nahor, Huz, his firstborn, and Buzz, his brother, and Kemuel, the father of Aram, and Shesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jelaph, and Bethuel. And Bethuel begat Rebekah, these eight Milcah did bear to Nahor, Abraham's brother. And his concubine, whose name was Reuma, she also bore Teba, and Gahem, and Thahash, and Maacah. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 23. And Sarah was a hundred and twenty-seven years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in Kirjath Arba the same as Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Hear us, my master. You are a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchres, bury your dead. None of us shall withhold from you his sepulchre, but that you may bury your dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may give me a cave of Machpelah, which he has, which is in the end of his field, for as much money as it is worth, he shall give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, No, my master, hear me. The field give I to you, and the cave that is in it, I give it to you. In the presence of the sons of my people do I give it to you. 
bury your dead. And Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land. And he spoke to Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if you will give it, I pray you, hear me, I will give you money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My master, listen to me. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt you and I? Bury therefore your dead. And Abraham listened to Ephron. And Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in all the borders round about, were made sure unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth, before all that went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre. The same is Hebron in the land of Canaan. And the field and the cave that is in it were made sure to Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 24. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and Yahweh had blessed Abraham in all things, and Abraham said to his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray you, your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by Yahweh, the Elohim of heaven and the Elohim of the earth, that you shall not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites amongst whom I dwell. But you shall go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said to him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me into this land. Must I needs bring your son again into the land from whence you came? And Abraham said to him, Beware that you bring not my son there again. Yahweh, Elohim of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, when which spoke to me, and that swore to me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife to my son from there. And if the woman will not be willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this my oath, only bring not my son there again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed. For all the goods of his master were in his hand, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down outside the city by a well of water. At the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water, and he said, O Yahweh, Elohim of my master Abraham, I pray you, send me good speed this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down your pitcher, I ask you that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give your camels drink also. Let the same be she that you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that you have showed kindness to my master. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, and with her pitcher upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her, and she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I ask you, drink a little water of your pitcher. And she said, Drink, my master. 
And she hasted, and let down her pitcher upon her hand, and gave him to drink. And when she had done giving him to drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also, until they have done drinking. And she hasted, and emptied her pitcher into the trough, and ran again to the well to draw water, and drew for all his camels. And the man, wondering at her, held his peace, to see whether Yahweh had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had gone drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel of weight, and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, I ask you, is there room in your father's house for us to lodge in? And she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bore to Nahor. And she said, Moreover to him, we have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped Yahweh. And he said, Blessed be Yahweh, Elohim of my master Abraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I, being in the way, Yahweh led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out to the man and to the well. And it came to pass when he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spoke the man to me, that he came to the man, and, behold, he stood by the camels at the well, and he said, Come in, you blessed of Yahweh. Why do you stand, you, outside? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set food before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told my errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. And Yahweh has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maidservants and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and to him has he given all that he has. And my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, but you shall go to your father's house and to your kindred and take a wife to my son. And I said to my master, what if the woman will not follow me? And he said to me, Yahweh, before whom I walk, will send his messenger with you and prosper your way. And you shall take a wife for my son of my kindred and of my father's house. Then shall you be clear from this my oath when you come to my kindred. And if they do not give you one, you shall be clear from my oath. And I came this day to the well and said, O Yahweh, Elohim of my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way which I go, Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I ask of you, a little water of your pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Both drink you, and I will also draw for your camels. Let the same be the woman whom Yahweh has appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down to the well and drew water. And I said to her, Let me drink, I ask you. And she made haste, let down her pitcher from her shoulder, and said, Drink, and I will give your camels drink also. And so I drank, and she made the camels drink as well. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare to him. And I put the earring upon her face, and the bracelets upon her hands, and I bowed down my head and worshipped Yahweh, and blessed Yahweh, Elohim of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter to his son. And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. And then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, 
The thing proceeds from Yahweh. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her, and go, and let her be your master's son's wife, as Yahweh has spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped Yahweh, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all the night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten. After that she shall go. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, seeing Yahweh has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel, and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah, and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, You are our sister. Be you the mother of thousands of millions, and let your seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose, and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man, and the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well Lehairoi, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she got off the camel, for she had said to the servant, What man is this that walks in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 25. Then again Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bore to him Zimran, and Jokshan, and Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shuah. And Jokshan begat Sheba, and Dedan. And the sons of Dedan were Ashurim, and Letushim, and Leumim. And the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Ephur, and Hanok, and Abida, and Elda'ah, all these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac, but to the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son, while he yet lived eastward to the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, a hundred threescore and fifteen years. And then Abraham breathed his last, and died in a good old age, an old man, and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is before Mamre. The field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that Elohim blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt by the well Lahiroi. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bore to Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to their generations. The firstborn of Ishmael, Nebajoth, and Kedar, and Adbil, and Mibsam, and Mishma, and Duma, and Massa, 
Hadar, and Tima, Jetur, Nafish, and Kidimah. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their towns and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred thirty-seven years, and he breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people. And they dwelt from Havilah unto Shur, with that is before Egypt, as you go towards Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren. And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel the Syrian of Paddan Aram, the sister to Laban the Syrian. And Isaac entreated Yahweh for his wife, because she was barren. And Yahweh was entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. And the children struggled together within her, and she said, If it be so, why am I this way? And she went to inquire of Yahweh. And Yahweh said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from your bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob, and Isaac was threescore years old when she bore them. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau, because he did eat of his venison. But Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came in from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I ask you, with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day your birthright. And Esau said, I am at the point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore to him, and he sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink, and rose up and went his way. And thus Esau despised his birthright. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 26. And there was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, to Gerar. And Yahweh appeared to him and said, Do not go down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell you of. Travel in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your seed I will give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I will make your seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. And I will give to your seed all these countries, and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar. And men of the place asked him of his wife, and he said, She is my sister. For he feared to say, She is my wife, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebekah, because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety she is your wife, and how did you say then that she is my sister? And Isaac said to him, Because I said, Lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? 
one of the people might lightly have lain with your wife, and you should have brought guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. And then Isaac sowed in that land, and received in the same year a hundredfold, and Yahweh blessed him. And the man waxed great, and went forward, and grew until he became very great, for he had possession of flocks, and possession of herds, and great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. For all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them, and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go from us, for you are much mightier than we. And Isaac departed from there, and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar, and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Esek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well, and strove for that also, and he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from there, and dug another well, and for that they did not strive. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, For now Yahweh has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. And he went up from there to Beersheba. And Yahweh appeared to him the same night, and said, I am the Elohim of Abraham your father. Do not fear, for I am with you, and I will bless you and multiply your seed for my servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there, and called upon the name of Yahweh, and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants digged a well. Then Abimelech went to him from Gerar, and Ahuzath, one of his friends, and Phicol, the chief captain of his army. And Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing you hate me, and have sent me away from you? And they said, We saw certainly that Yahweh was with you. And we said, let there be now an oath between us, even between us and you, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do us no hurt, as we have not touched you, and as we have done you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of Yahweh. And he made them a feast, and they did eat and drink, and they rose up before the morning, and swore to one another, and Isaac sent them away, and they departed from him in peace. And it came to pass the same day that Isaac's servants came and told him concerning the well which they digged, and called to him, We have found water. And he called it Sheba. Therefore the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. And Esau was forty years old when he took to wife Judith, the daughter of Beeri, the Hittite, and Bashimath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, which were a grief of mind to Isaac and to Rebekah. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 27. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, and said to him, My son. And he said to him, Behold, I am here. And he, and he said, Behold now, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now therefore take, I ask you, your weapons and your quiver and your bow and go out to the field and take me some venison and make me savory meat such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat and that my soul might bless you before I die. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son, and Esau went into the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spoke to Jacob her son, saying, Behold, 
I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me venison and make me savory meat, so that I may eat and bless you before Yahweh, before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command you. Go to the flock and fetch me from there two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father, that he may eat, and that he may bless you before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. My father may well feel me, and I shall seem to be to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. And his mother said to him, Upon me be your curse, my son. Only obey my voice. Go fetch them for me. And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory meat such as his father loved. And Rebekah took goodly raiment of his, her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done according as you bid me. Arise, I pray you, sit and eat of my venison, that your soul may bless me. And Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because Yahweh, your Elohim, brought it to me. And Isaac said to Jacob, Come near, I ask you, that I may feel you, my son, to see whether you be my very son Esau or no. And Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy as his brother Esau's hands, and so he blessed him. And he said, Are you my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless you. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat, and he brought him wine, and he drank. And his father Isaac said to him, Come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which Yahweh has blessed. Therefore, Yahweh give you of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be ruler over your brethren, and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone that curses you, and blessed be he that blesses you. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. And he also had made savory meat, and brought it to his father, and said to his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison, that your soul may bless me. And Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten all of, all of it before you came and have blessed him. Yes, and he shall be blessed. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said to his father, Bless me, even me also, father. And he said, Your brother came with subtlety and has taken away your blessing. And he said, is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has supplanted me these two times, and he took away my birthright, and behold, now he's taken away my blessing. And he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? And Isaac answered and said to Esau, Behold, 
I have made him your ruler, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now to you, my son? And Esau said to his father, Have you not but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even bless me also, father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven above. And by your sword shall you live and shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you shall have the dominion that you shall break his yoke from off your neck. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand, and then will I slay my brother Jacob. And these words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah. And she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said to him, Your brother Esau is touching you, does comfort himself, proposing to kill you. Therefore, my son, obey my voice and rise up and flee to Laban, my brother, to Haran, and stay with him a few days until your brother's fury turns away, until your brother's anger turns away from you, and he forget that which you have done to him. And then I will send and fetch you from there. Why should I be deprived also of you both in one day? And Rebekah said to Isaac, I am weary of my life because of the daughters of Heth. If Jacob takes a wife of the daughters of Heth, such as these which are of the daughters of the land, what good shall my life do me? End of chapter. Genesis chapter 28. And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him, You shall not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Arise, go to Baden Aram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take you a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. And El Shaddai bless you, and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may be a multitude of people, and give you the blessing of Abraham to you, and to your seed with you, that you may inherit the land wherein you are a stranger, which Yahweh gave to Abraham. And Isaac sent Jacob away, and he went to Padanaram to Laban, son of Bethuel the Syrian, the brother of Rebekah, Jacob's and Esau's mother. When Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Padan Aram to take him a wife from there, and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge, saying, You shall not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan, and that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother and was gone to Padan Aram. And Esau, seeing that the daughters of Canaan pleased not Isaac his father, then went Esau to Ishmael and took to the wives which he had Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael Abraham's son, the sister of Nebajoth, to be his wife. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he came upon a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place, and used them for his pillows, and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the messengers of Yahweh ascending and descending upon it. And behold, Yahweh stood above it and said, I am Yahweh Elohim of Abraham your father, and the Elohim of Isaac, the land whereupon you lie. To you will I give it into your seed, and your seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south, and in you and in your seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with you, and will keep you in all places wherever you go, and will bring you again to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done that which I have spoken to you of. 
And Jacob woke out of his sleep and said, Surely Yahweh is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of Yahweh, and this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had used for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If Yahweh will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat, and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall Yahweh be my Elohim. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be Elohim's house, and of all that you give me, I will surely give the tenth to you. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 29. Then Jacob went on his journey and came into the land of the people of the east, and he looked and saw a well in the field, and lo, there were three flocks of sheep lying next to it. For out of that well they watered the flocks, and a great stone was upon the well's mouth, and there were all the flocks gathered, and they rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the sheep and put the stone again upon the well's mouth in this place. Jacob said to them, My brethren, from where have you come? And they said, Of Haran, we have come from. And he said to them, Do you know Laban, the son of Nahor? And they said, We know. And he said to them, Is he well? And they said, He is well. And behold, Rachel, his daughter, comes with the sheep. And he said, Lo, it is yet high day, neither is it time that the cattle should be gathered together. Water the sheep, and go and feed them. And they said, We cannot until all the flocks are gathered together, until they roll the stone from the well's mouth. Then we water the sheep. And while he yet spoke with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep, for she kept them. And it came to pass, when Jacob saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near, and rolled the stone from the well's mouth, and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. And Jacob kissed Rachel, and lifted up his voice, and wept. And Jacob told Rachel that he was her father's brother, and that he was Rebekah's son. And she ran and told her father. And it came to pass, when Laban heard the tidings of Jacob, his sister's son, that he ran to meet him and embraced him and kissed him and brought him into his house, and he told Laban all these things. And Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. And Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my brother, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what shall your wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well-favored. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed to him but a few days for the love he had to give her. And Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go into her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place, and made a feast. And it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave in to his daughter Leah, Zilpah, his maid, for a handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning it was, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, 
What is this that you have done to me? Did I not serve with you for Rachel? Wherefore you have you beguiled me? And Laban said, It must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give you this also for the service which you shall serve me yet another seven years. And Jacob did so and fulfilled her week, and he gave him Rachel his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter Bilhah his handmaid to be her maid. And he went in also to Rachel, and he loved Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. And when Yahweh saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely Yahweh has looked upon my affliction, now therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bore a son, and said, Because Yahweh has heard that I was hated, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again and bore a son, and said, Now this time will my husband be joined to me, because I have borne him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son, and she said, Now will I praise Yahweh. Therefore she called his name Judah, and left off from bearing. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 30. And when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said to Jacob, Give me children or else I die. And Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I in Yahweh's stead, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold, my maid Bilhah, go into her, and she shall bear upon my knees, that I may also have children through her. And she gave him Bilhah, her handmaid, to wife, and Jacob went in unto her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. And Rachel said, Yahweh has judged me and has also heard my voice and has given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. And Bilhah, Rachel's maid, conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. And Rachel said, With great wrestlings have I wrestled with my sister, and I have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had left off from bearing, she took Zilpah, her maid, and gave her to Jacob to wife. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bore Jacob a son. And Leah said, A troop comes, and she called his name God. And Zilpah, Leah's maid, bore Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for the daughters will call me blessed. And she called his name Asher. And Reuben went in the days of wheat harvest and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. And then Rachel said to Leah, Give me, I ask of you, of your son's mandrakes. And she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken my husband? Would you also take away my son's mandrakes also? Rachel said, Therefore he shall lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes. And Jacob came out of the field in the evening, and Leah went out to meet him, and said, You must come in unto me, for surely I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. And Yahweh listened to Leah, and she conceived, and bore Jacob the fifth son. And Leah said, Yahweh has given me my hire, because I have given my maiden to my husband, and she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again, and bore Jacob the sixth son. And Leah said, Yahweh has endued me with a good dowry. Now will my husband dwell with me, because I have borne him six sons. And she called his name Zebulun. 
And afterwards she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. And Yahweh remembered Rachel, and Yahweh listened to her and opened her womb, and she conceived and bore a son and said, Yahweh has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph and said, Yahweh shall add to me another son. And it came to pass when Rachel had borne Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, Send me away that I may go to my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you, and let me go, for you know my service which I have done you. And Laban said to him, I ask of you if I have found favor in your eyes, stay. For I have learned by experience that Yahweh has blessed me for your sake. And he said, Appoint me your wages, and I will give it. And he said to him, You know how I have served you, and how your cattle were with me. For it was little which you had before I came, and it is now increased into a multitude. And Yahweh has blessed you since my coming, and now when shall I provide for my own house also? And he said, What shall I give you? And Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep your flock. I will pass through all your flock today, removing from it all the speckled and spotted cattle, and all the brown among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats. And of such shall be my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come when it shall come for my hire before your face. Every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to your word. And he removed that day the he-goats that were ring-straked and spotted and all the she-goats that were speckled and spotted and every one that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and gave them into the hand of his sons. And he set three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flocks. And Jacob took him rods of green poplar and of the hazel and chestnut tree, and pilled white strakes in them, and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters and the watering troughs when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods, and brought forth cattle ring-straked, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob did separate the lambs, and set the faces of the flocks towards the ring-straked, and all the brown in the flocks of Laban. And he put his own flocks by themselves, and put them not into Laban's cattle. And it came to pass, whensoever the stronger cattle did conceive, that Jacob laid the rods before the eyes of the cattle in the gutters, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger Jacob's. And the man increased exceedingly, and had much cattle, and maid servants, and men servants, and camels, and asses. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 31. And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and of that which was our father's has he gotten all his glory. And Jacob beheld the countenance of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. And Yahweh said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your kindred, and I will be with you. And Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field to his flock, and said to them, I see your father's countenance, that it is not toward me as before, but the Elohim of my father has been with me, and you know that with all my power I have served your father. And your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times. But Yahweh suffered him not to hurt me. If he said thus, 
the speckled shall be your wages. Then all the cattle bore speckled. And if he said thus and so, the ringstraked shall be your hire, then bore all the cattle ringstraked. Thus Yahweh has taken away the cattle of your father and given them to me. And it came to pass at the time that the cattle conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the rams which leaped upon the cattle were ringstraked, speckled, and grizzled. And the messenger of Yahweh spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up now your eyes and see. All the rams which leap upon the cattle are ringstraked, speckled, and grizzled, for I have seen all that Laban does to you. I am the El of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you vowed a vow to me. Now arise, get you out of this land, and return to the land of your kindred. And Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Is there yet any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not counted of him strangers? For he has sold us, and has quite devoured also our money. For all the riches which Yahweh has taken from our father, that is ours and our children's. Now then, whatsoever Yahweh has said to you, do. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives upon camels, and he carried away all his cattle and all his goods which he had gotten, the cattle of his getting, which he had gotten in Paddan Aram, for to go to Isaac his father in the land of Canaan. And Laban went shear his sheep, and Rachel had stolen the images that were her father's. And Jacob stole away unawares to Laban the Syrian, in that he told him not that he fled. So he fled with all that he had, and he rose up and passed over the river and set his face toward the Mount Gilead. And it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob was fled, and he took his brethren with him and pursued after him seven days' journey, and they overtook him in the Mount Gilead. And Yahweh came to Laban the Syrian in a dream by night and said to him, Take heed that you speak not to Jacob either good or bad. And then Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mount, and Laban with his brethren pitched in the mount of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have stolen away unawares to me and carried away my daughters as captives taken with the sword? Wherefore did you flee away secretly and steal away from me, and did not tell me that I might have sent you away with mirth and with songs and with tabret and harp, and has not suffered me to kiss my sons and my daughters? You have now done foolishly in doing so. It is in the power of my hand to do you hurt, but the Elohim of your father spoke to me yesternight, saying, Take you heed that you speak not to Jacob either good or bad. And now, though you would needs be gone, because you sore longed after your father's house, yet wherefore have you stolen my Elohim? And Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Perhaps you would take my force, your daughters, from me. With whomsoever you find your Elohim, let him not live. Before our brethren discern you what is yours with me, and take it for yourself. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. And Laban went into Jacob's tent, and to Leah's tent, and to the two maidservants' tents, but he did not find them. And then he went out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the images and put them in the camel's furniture and sat upon them. And Laban searched all the tent, but he did not find them. And she said to her father, Let it not displease my master that I cannot rise up before you, for the custom of women is upon me. And he searched, but found not the images. And Jacob was angry, and contended with Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that you have so hotly pursued after me? Whereas you have searched all my stuff, what have you found of all my household stuff? Set it here before my brethren and your brethren, that they may judge between us both. 
This twenty years have I been with you. Your ewes and your she-goats have not cast their young, and the rams of your flock have I not eaten. That which was torn of beasts I brought not unto you. I bore the loss of it. Of my hand did you require it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Thus I was. In the day the drought consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eyes. Thus have I been twenty years in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your cattle, and you have changed my wages ten times. Except the Elohim of my father, the Elohim of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely you had sent me away now empty. Yahweh has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands, and rebuked you yesternight. And Laban answered and said to Jacob, These daughters are my daughters, and these children are my children, and these cattle are my cattle, and all that you see is mine. What can I do this day unto these my daughters, or to their children which they have borne? Now therefore come you, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be for a witness between me and you. And Jacob took a stone, and set it up for a pillar. And Jacob said to his brethren, Gather stones. And they took stones, and made a heap, and they did eat there upon the heap. And Laban called it Jagger Shahadusa, but Jacob called it Galid. And Laban said, This heap is a witness between me and you this day. Therefore was the name of it called Galid. And Mizpah, for he said, Yahweh, watch between you and I, when we are absent one from another. If you shall afflict my daughters, or if you shall take other wives beside my daughters, no man is with us. See, Yahweh is witness between me and you. And Laban said to Jacob, Behold this heap, and behold this pillar which I have cast between me and you. This heap be witness, and this pillar be witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and that you shall not pass over this heap and this pillar to me for harm. The Elohim of Abraham, and the Elohim of Nahor, and the Elohim of their father judge between us. And Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered sacrifice upon the mount, and called his brethren to eat bread, and they did eat bread, and stayed all night in the mount. And early in the morning Laban rose up, and kissed his sons and his daughters, and blessed them. And Laban departed, and returned to his place. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 32. And Jacob went on his way, and the messengers of Elohim met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is Elohim's host. And he called the name of that place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, to the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall you speak to my master Esau. Your servant Jacob says thus, I have journeyed with Laban and stayed there till now, and I have oxen and asses and flocks and manservants and women servants, and I have sent to tell my master that I might find grace in your sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and also he comes to meet you, and four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that were with him and the flocks and herds and camels into two bands, and said, If Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O Elohim of my father Abraham and Elohim of my father Isaac, Yahweh, which said to me, Return to your country and to your kindred, and I will deal well with you. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have showed to your servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am come, become two bands. Deliver me, I ask of you, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, 
lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And you said, I will surely do you good and make your seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that night and took of that which came to his hand a present for Esau, his brother, two hundred she-goats and twenty he-goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milk camels with their colts, forty kine and ten bulls, twenty she-asses and ten foals. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants. Every drove by themselves and said to his servants, Pass over before me, and put a space between drove and drove. And he commanded the foremost, saying, When Esau my brother meets you, and asks you, saying, Whose are you, and where do you go, and whose are these before you? Then you shall say, They are your servant Jacob's. It is a present sent to my master Esau, and behold, also he is behind us. And so commanded he the second and the third and all that followed the drove, saying, On this manner shall you speak to Esau when you find him. And say you moreover, Behold, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me, and afterward I will see his face. Perhaps he will accept of me. So went the present over before him, and himself lodged that night in the company. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford Jabok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. And he said, I will not let you go, except you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince have you power with Yahweh and with men, and have prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I ask you, your name. And he said, Why is it that you ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. For I have seen Yahweh face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he limped upon his thigh. Therefore the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh to this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 33. And Jacob lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, Esau came, and with him four hundred men. And he divided the children to Leah, and to Rachel, and to the two handmaids. And he put the handmaids and their children foremost, and Leah and her children after, and Rachel and Joseph hindermost. And he passed over before them, and bowed himself to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed him, and they wept. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are those with you? And he said, The children which Yahweh has graciously given your servant. Then the handmaidens came near, and they and their children, and they bowed themselves. And Leah also with her children came near and bowed themselves. And after came Joseph near and Rachel, and they bowed themselves. And he said, What do you mean by all this drove which I met? And he said, These are to find grace in the sight of my master. And Esau said, I've enough, my brother. Keep that that you have unto yourself. And Jacob said, No, I, I ask you, if now I've found grace in your sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I've seen your face, as though I had seen the face of Yahweh, and you were pleased with me. 
take, I ask you, my blessing that is brought to you, because Yahweh has dealt graciously with me, and because I have enough. And he urged him, and he took it. And he said, Let us take our journey, and let us go, and I will go on before you. And he said to him, My master knows that the children are tender, and the flocks and herds with young are with me. And if men should overdrive them one day, all the flock will die. Let my master, I ask you, pass over before his servant, and I will lead on softly, according as the cattle that goes before me and the children be able to endure until I come to my master to Seir. And Esau said, Let me now leave with you some of the folks that are with me. And he said, What need is there of it? Let me find grace in the sight of my master. And so Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. And Jacob journeyed to Succoth and built him a house and made booths for his cattle. Therefore the name of the place is called Succoth. And Jacob came to Shalem, a city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, when he came from Paddan Aram and pitched his tent before the city. And he bought a parcel of a field where he had spread his tent at the hand of the children of Hamor, Shechem's father, for a hundred pieces of money. And he erected there an altar and called it El Elohe Israel. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 34. And Dinah, the daughter of Leah, which she bore to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And when Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, prince of the country, saw her, he took her and lay with her and defiled her. And his soul clung to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he loved the damsel and spoke kindly to the damsel's heart. And Shechem spoke to his father, Hamor, saying, Get me this damsel to wife. And Jacob heard that he had deviled Dinah, his daughter. Now his sons were with his cattle in the field, and Jacob held his peace until they were come. And Hamor, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to commune with him. And the sons of Jacob came out of the field when they heard, and the men were grieved, and they were very angry because he had wrought folly in Israel in lying with Jacob's daughter, which thing ought not be done. And Hamor communed with them, saying, The soul of my son Shechem longs for your daughter. I pray you give her him your to wife, and make your marriages with us, and give your daughters to us, and take our daughters to you, and you shall dwell with us, and the land shall be before you. Dwell and trade you in it, and get your possession in it. And Shechem said to her father and to her brethren, Let me find grace in your eyes, and what you shall say to me I will give. Ask me never so much dowry and gift, and I will give according to you as you say to me, but give me the damsel for a wife. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and Hamor his father deceitfully, and said, because he had defiled Dinah their sister, and they said to them, we cannot do this thing to give our sister to one that is uncircumcised, for that is a reproach to us. But in this we will consent to you, if you will be as we are, that every male of you become circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and you, we will take your daughters to us, and we will dwell with you, and we will become one people. But if you will not listen to us to be circumcised, then will we take our daughter, and we will be gone. And their words pleased Hamor and Shechem, Hamor's son. And the young man deferred not to do the thing, because he had delight in Jacob's daughter, and he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamor and Shechem, his son, came to the gate of their city, 
and communed with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceable with us. Therefore let them dwell in the land and trade in it. For the land, behold, it is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters to us for wives, and let us give them our daughters. Only in this will the men consent to us for to dwell with us, to be one people. If every male among us be... And Ahamor and Shechem, his son, listened all that went out of the gate of his city. And every male was circumcised, all that went out of the gate of his city. And it came to pass on the third day, when they were sore, that two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, dined as brethren, took each man his sword and came upon the city boldly and slew all the males. And they slew Hamor and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword, and took Dinah out of Shechem's house and went out. And the sons of Jacob came upon the slain and spoiled the city, because they had defiled their sister. They took their sheep and their oxen and their asses and that which was in the city and that which was in the field, and all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives did they take captive and spoiled even all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You've troubled me to make me distinct amongst the inhabitants of this land, amongst the Canaanites and the Perizzites, and I, being few in number, they shall gather themselves together against me and slay me, and I shall be destroyed, I and my house. And they said, Should he deal with our sister as with a harlot? End of chapter. Genesis chapter 35. And Yahweh said to Jacob, Arise, go to Bethel. And dwell there, and make there an altar to El, that appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau, your brother. And then Jacob said to his household, and to all that were with him, Put away the strange Elohim that are among you, and be clean, and change your garments, and let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make there an altar to Elohim, who answered me in the day of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave to Jacob all the strange Elohim which were in their hand, and all their earrings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the oak which was near Shechem. And they journeyed. And the terror of Yahweh was upon the cities that were round about them, and they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. And so Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan, that is, Bethel, he and all the people that were with him. And he built there an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there Elohim appeared to him when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried beneath Bethel under an oak, and the name of it was called Alon Bakuth. And Yahweh appeared to Jacob again when he came out of Paddan Aram and blessed him. And Yahweh said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called any more, Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. And he called his name Israel. And Yahweh said to him, I am El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of you, and kings shall come out of your loins. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac to you will I give it, and to your seed after you will I give the land. And Yahweh went up from him in the place where he talked with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, a pillar of stone. And he poured a drink offering on it, and he poured oil on it. And Jacob called the name of the place where Yahweh spoke with him, Bethel. 
And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was but a little way to come to Ephrath. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. And it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said to her, Fear not, ye shall have this son also. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. And Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. And Jacob set a pillar upon her grave, that is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond the tower of Edar. And it came to pass, when Israel dwelt in that land, that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah his father's concubine, and Israel heard. And now the sons of Jacob were twelve, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, and Levi, and Judah, and Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's handmaid, Dan, and Naphtali. And the sons of Zilpah, Leah's handmaid, God, and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob, which were born to him in Paddan Aram. And Jacob came to Isaac his father, unto Mamre, unto the city of Arba, which is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac journeyed. And the days of Isaac were a hundred and fourscore years, and Isaac breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, being old and full of days. And his sons Esau, and Jacob buried him. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 36. Now these are the generations of Esau, who is Edom. Esau took his wives of the daughters of Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite, and Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, the Hivite, and Bashimath, Ishmael's daughter, sister of Nebajoth, and Ada bore to Esau Eliphaz, and Bashimath bore Reul, and Aholibamah bare Jeush, and Jaalam, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau, which were born to him in the land of Canaan. And Esau took his wives, and his sons, and his daughters, and all the persons of his house, and his cattle, and all his beasts, and all his substance, which he had got in the land of Canaan, and went into the country from the face of his brother Jacob. For the riches were more than that they might dwell together, and the land wherein they were strangers could not bear them because of their cattle. Thus dwelt Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. And these are the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in Mount Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Adah, the wife of Esau. Reuel, the son of Bashimath, the wife of Esau. And the sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatam, and Kenaz. And Timnah was concubine to Eliphaz, Esau's son. And she bore to Eliphaz Amalek. And these were the sons of Adah, Esau's wife. And these are the sons of Reuel, Nehath, and Zerah, Shammah, and Midzah. And these were the sons of Bashemath, Esau's wife. And these were the sons of Aholibama, the daughter of Anah, the daughter of Zibion, Esau's wife. And she bore to Esau Jeush, and Jaalam, and Korah. These were dukes of the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, from the, the firstborn son of Esau, Duke Timon, Duke Omar, 
Duke Zepho, Duke Kinas, Duke Korah, Duke Gaitam, and Duke Amalek. These are the dukes that came of Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These were the sons of Ada. And these are the sons of Reuel, Esau's son, Duke Nahath, Duke Zerah, Duke Shammah, Duke Mitzah. These are the dukes that came of Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Bashimath, Esau's wife. And these are the sons of Aholibamah, Esau's wife, Duke Jeush, Duke Alam, Duke Korah. These were the dukes that came of Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah, Esau's wife. These are the sons of Esau, who is Edom, and these are their dukes. These are the sons of Seir, the Horite, who inhabited the land. Lotan, and Shobal, and Zibion, and Anah, and Dishon, and Ezer, and Dishan. These are the dukes of the Horites, the children of Seir in the land of Edom. And the children of Lotan were Horai, and Himam, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. And the children of Shobal were these, Alvan, and Manahath, and Ebal, Shifo, and Onam. And these are the children of Zibion, both Aja and Ana. This is that Anna that found the mules in the wilderness as he fed the asses of Zibion, his father. And the children of Ana were these, Deshon and Aholibama, the daughter of Ana. And these are the children of Deshon, Hemdan and Eshbon and Ethron and Keron. The children of Ezer are these, Bilhan and Zaavan and Ekon. The children of Deshon are these, Uz and Eron. These are the dukes that came of the Horites, Duke Lotan, Duke Shobal, Duke Zibion, Duke Ana, Duke Dishon, Duke Ezer, Duke Dishon. These are the dukes that came of Hori, among their dukes in the land of Seir. And these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom, before there reigned any king over the children of Israel. And Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. And Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Zerah of Borzah, reigned in his stead. And Jobab died, and Husham of the land of Timani reigned in his stead. And Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Avith. And Hadad died, and Samlah of Mesrekah reigned in his stead. And Samah died, and Shaul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And Shaul died, and Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, reigned in his stead. And Baal Hanan, the son of Akbor, died, and Hadar reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Paul, and his wife's name was Mehetabal, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mesahab. And these are the names of the dukes that came of Esau, according to their families, after their places, by their names, Duke Timna, Duke Alva, Duke Jathet, Duke Ahalabama, Duke Elah, Duke Pinyon, Duke Kinaz, Duke Teman, Duke Mibzar, Duke Magtiel, Duke Iram. These are the dukes of Edom, according to their habitations and the land of their possession. 
He is Esau, the father of the Edomites. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 37. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being seventeen years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought to his father their evil report. And now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said to them, Here, I ask you, this dream which I have dreamed, for behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright, and your sheaf stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I've dreamed a dream more, and behold the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to you to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, Do not your brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send you to them. And he said to him, Here am I. And he said to him, Go, I ask you, see whether it be well with your brethren, and be well with the flocks, and bring me word again. And so he sent him out of the vale of Hebron, and he came to Shechem. And a certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What do you seek? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I ask you, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed from here. For I heard them say, Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near to them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer is coming. Come now, therefore, let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we will say some evil beast has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said to him, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass, when Joseph was come to his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, there was no water in it. And they sat down to eat food, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead with their camels, bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said to his brothers, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let our, not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh, and his brethren were content. And then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph to Egypt. 
And Reuben returned to the pit, and behold, Joseph was not in the pit. And he rent his clothes, and he returned to his brethren and said, The child is not, and I, where shall I go? And they took Joseph's coat and killed a kid of the goats and dipped the coat into blood. And they sent the coat of colors, and they brought it to their father and said, This have we found. Know now whether it is your son's coat or not. And he knew it and said, It is my son's coat. An evil beast has devoured him. Joseph is without doubt rent in pieces. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. And he said, For I will go down into the grave into my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. And the Midianites sold him into Egypt to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's and captain of the guard. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 38. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adulamite, whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, whose name was Shua. And he took her and went into her. And she conceived and bore a son, and he called his name Er. And she conceived again and bore a son. And she called his name Onan. And she yet again conceived and bore a son and called his name Shelah. And he was at Kezib, and she bore him. And Judah took a wife for Ur, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of Yahweh, and Yahweh slew him. And Judah said to Onan, Go in to your brother's wife and marry her and raise up seed to your brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in to his brother's wife that he spilled it upon the ground, lest he should give seed to his brother. And the thing which he did displeased Yahweh, wherefore he slew him also. Then said Judah to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, Remain a widow at your father's house till Shelah, my son, is grown. For he said, Lest peradventure he die also, as his brethren did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. And in process of time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. And Judah was comforted and went up to his sheep shearers, to Timnath, him and his friend, Hira, the Adolamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, your father-in-law goes up to Timnath to shear his sheep. And she put her widow's garments off from her and covered her with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is on the way to Timnath. For she saw that Shelah was grown, and she was not given to him for a wife. When Judah saw her, he thought her to be a harlot, because she had covered her face. And he turned into her by the way, and said, Come now, I ask you, let me come into you. For he did not know that she was in daughter-in-law. And she said, What will you give me that you may come into me? And he said, I will send a kid from the flock. And she said, Will you give me a pledge till you send it? And he said, what pledge shall I give you? And she said, Your signet and your bracelets and your staff that is in your hand. And he gave it to her and came into her, and she conceived by him. And she arose and went away and laid by her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid by the hand of his friend the Adolamite to receive his pledge from the woman's hand. But he did not find her. And then he asked the men of that place, saying, Where is the harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said, There was no harlot in this place. And he returned to Judah and said, 
I cannot find her. And also men of the place said that there was no harlot in this place. And Judah said, Let her take it to her, lest we be ashamed. Behold, I sent this kid, and you have not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that it was told Judah, saying, Tamar, your daughter-in-law, has played the harlot. And also, behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Judah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, By the man whose these are am I with child? And she said, Discern, I ask you, whose are these, the signet, the bracelets, and staff? And Judah acknowledged them, and said, She has been more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Shelah, my son. And he knew her again no more. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that, behold, twins were in her womb. And it came to pass when she travailed that the one put out his hand, and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass as he drew back his hand that, behold, his brother came out. And she said, How have you broken forth? This breach be upon you. Therefore his name was called Pharez. And afterward his brother came out that had the scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name was called Zara. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 39. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, and Egyptian, bought him off of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down there. And Yahweh was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that Yahweh was with him, and that Yahweh made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and over all that he had, that Yahweh blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of Yahweh was upon all that he had in the house and in the field, and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he did eat, and Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, My master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against Yahweh? And it came to pass, as she spoke to Joseph by day, that he did not listen to her, to lie by her, or to be with her. And it came to pass about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house that were there with him. And she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and fled and got him out. And it came to pass, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought in a Hebrew to us to mock us. He came in to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it came to pass, when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. And she laid up his garment next to her until his master came home. And she spoke to him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which you have brought to us came unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, that he left his garment with me and fled out. 
And it came to pass, when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spoke to him, saying, After this manner did your servant to me, that his wrath was kindled. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. But Yahweh was with Joseph, and showed him mercy, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison, and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because Yahweh was with him. And that which he did, Yahweh made it to prosper. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 40. And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended their master, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers. And they put them in ward in the house of the captain of the guard into the prison in pl the place where Joseph was bound. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them, and he served them, and they continued a season in ward. And they dreamed a dream, both of them, each man his dream in one night, each man according to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. And Joseph came in to them in the morning and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And they asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of his master's house, saying, why do you look so sad today? And they said to him, We've dreamed a dream, and there's no interpreter of it. And Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to Yahweh? Tell me them, I ask you. And the chief butler told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was in front of me, and in the vine were three branches, and it was as though it budded, and her blossoms shot forth, and the clusters of it brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, and I pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup to Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said to him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head and restore you to your place, and you shall deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner when you were his butler." But think on me when it shall be well with you, and show kindness, I ask you, to me, and make mention of me to Pharaoh, and bring me out of this house. For indeed I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also have I done nothing that they should put me into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream, and I had three white baskets on my head, and in the uppermost basket... There was all matter of baked meats for Pharaoh, and the birds did eat them out of the baskets on my head. And Joseph answered and said, This is the interpretation of it. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head from off of you, and shall hang you on a tree, and the birds shall eat your flesh from off of you. And it came to pass the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast to all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler to his butlership again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hung the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 41. 
And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river. And behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kine and fat-fleshed, and they fed in a meadow. And behold, seven other kine came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and stood by the other kind upon the brink of the river. And the ill-favored and lean-fleshed kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind. And so Pharaoh awoke, and he slept and dreamed the second time. And behold, seven ears of corn came up on one stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them, and the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt, and all the wise men of Egypt. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them to Pharaoh. And then spoke the chief butler to Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me in ward in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker, and we dreamed a dream in one night. I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man, a Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams to each man according to his dream. He did interpret, and it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored to my office, and him he hung. And then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved and changed his clothing and came into Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there are none that can interpret it. And I've heard tell of you that you can understand a dream and interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. Yahweh shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of a river, and behold, there came up out of the river seven kine, fat-fleshed and well-favored, and they fed in a meadow. And behold, seven other kine came up after them, poor and very ill-favored and lean-fleshed, such as I never saw in all the land of Egypt for badness, and the lean and the ill-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind. And when they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, but they were still ill-favored as at the beginning. So I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, seven ears came up in one stalk, full and good. And behold, seven ears, withered, thin, and blasted with the east wind, sprung up after them. And the thin ears devoured the seven good ears. And I told this to the magicians, but there were none that could declare it to me. And Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. Yahweh has showed Pharaoh what he's about to do. The seven good kine are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dream is one. And the seven thin and ill-favored kind that came up after them are seven years. And the seven empty ears blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. What Yahweh is about to do, he shows to Pharaoh. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, and there shall arise after them 
seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by Yahweh, and Yahweh will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years, and let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities. And that food shall be for store the land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land does not perish throughout the famine." And the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of Yahweh is? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, For as much as Yahweh has showed you all this, there is none so discreet and wise as you are. You shall be over my house, and according to your word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, Bow the knee! And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without you shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name zaphnath Paaniah, and he gave him to wife Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt, and Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. And in the seven plenteous years the earth brought forth by handfuls. And he gathered up all the food of the seven years, which were in the land of Egypt, and laid up the food in the cities. The food of the field, which was round about every city, he laid up the same. And Joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea, very much, until he left numbering, for it was without number. And to Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore unto him. And Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For Yahweh, said he, has made me forget all my toil in all my father's house. And the name of the second did he call Ephraim. For Yahweh has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. And the seven years of plenteousness that was in the land of Egypt were ended. And the seven years of Darth began to come, according as Joseph had said, and the Darth was in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt, there was food. And when all the land of Egypt was famished, and the people cried to Pharaoh for bread, and Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, what he says to you, do. And the famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, and the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. And all countries came to Egypt to Joseph to buy corn because that the famine was so sore in all lands. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 42. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, 
Why do you look upon one another? He said, Behold, I've heard that there is corn in Egypt. You get down there and buy for us from there that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob did not send with his brethren, for he said, Lest peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw, saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange to them, and spoke roughly to them, and said to them, From where have you come? And they said, From the land of Canaan, to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they did not know him. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said to them, You are spies, to see the nakedness of the land you are come. And they said to him, No, my master, but to buy food are your servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men. Your servants are not spies. And he said to them, No, but to see the nakedness of the land are you come here for. And they said, Your servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said to them, That is it that I spoke to you, saying, You are spies. Hereby you shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh you shall not go forth from here, except your youngest brother come here. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother. And you shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh surely you are spies. And he put them all together into ward three days. And Joseph said to them the third day, This do and live, for I fear Yahweh. If you be true men, let one of your brothers be bound in the house of your prison. Go, carry corn for the famine of your houses, but bring your youngest brother to me. So shall your words be verified, and you shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not speak to you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and you would not hear? Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spoke to them by an interpreter. And he turned himself about from them and wept, and returned to them again and communed with them and took them from them Simeon and bound him before their eyes. And then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man's money into his sack and to give them provision for the way. And thus so he did to them. And he laded their donkeys with the corn and departed there. And as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey provender in the inn, he espied his money. For behold, it was in his sack's mouth. And he said to his brothers, My money is restored. And lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart failed them. And they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that Yahweh's done to us? And they came to Jacob their father, to the land of Canaan, and told him all that befell them, saying, The man who was the master of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies of the country. And we said to him, We are true men, but we are not spies. We are twelve brethren, sons of our father, and one is not. And the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the master of the country, said to us, Hereby shall I know that you are true men, 
Leave one of your brethren here with me and take food for the famine of your households and be gone. And bring your youngest brother to me. Then I shall know that you are not spies, but that you are true men. And so will I deliver you your brother. And you shall travel and be able to buy and sell in this land. And it came to pass as they emptied their sacks that, behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob their father said to them, Me have you bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not, and you will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. And Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Slay my two sons if I bring him not to you. Deliver him into my hand, and I will bring him to you again. And he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If mischief befall him by the way in the which you shall go, then shall you bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 43. And the famine was sore in the land. And it came to pass, when they had eaten the corn which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little food. And Judah spoke to him, saying, The man did solemnly protest to us, saying, You shall not see my face, except your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face, except your brother is with you. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt you so ill with me as to tell the man whether you yet had a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have you another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words. Could we certainly know that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I will be surety for him. Of my hand shall you require him. If I bring him not to you and set him before you, then let me hear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we had returned this second time. And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so now, do this. Take of the best fruits in the land in your vessels and carry down the man a present a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand. And the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks, carry it again in your hand. Peradventure it was an oversight. Take also your brother and arise, go again to the man. And El Shaddai give you mercy before the man, that he may send away your other brother and Benjamin. If I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home and slay and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph bid, and the man brought the men to Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house. And they said, it's because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time are we brought in that he may seek occasion against us, fall upon us, and take us for bondmen and our animals. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house, and said, O oh, sir, we came indeed down at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the end that we opened our sacks, 
And behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hand, and other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you, fear not. Your Elohim and the Elohim of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money, and he brought Simeon out to them. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water. And they washed their feet, and they gave their asses provender. And they made ready the present for the time that Joseph came at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand to the house, and bowed themselves to him to the earth. And he asked him of their welfare, and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he yet alive? And they answered, Your servant, our father, is in good health. He is yet alive. And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, Yahweh be gracious to you, my son. And Joseph made haste, for his bowels did yearn upon his brother, and he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. And he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and said, Sit down and eat. And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves and for the Egyptians which did eat with him by themselves because the Egyptians might not eat food with the Hebrews for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his youth and the men marveled at one another. And he took and sent messes to them from before him but Benjamin's mess was five times as much as any of theirs and they drank and were merry with him. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth. And put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his corn money. And he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. And as soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their asses, and when they were gone out of the city and not yet far off, Joseph said to his steward, Up! And he overtook them, and he spoke to them these same words. And they said to him, Why does your master say these words? Far be it from your servants that your servants should do according to this thing. Behold, the money which we found in our sacks' mouths we brought again to you out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of your master's house silver or gold? With whomsoever your servants it be found, both let him die, and we also will be your master's bondmen. And he said, Now also let it be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and you shall be blameless. And then they speedily took down every man his sack to the ground, and opened every man his sack. And he searched, and began at the oldest, and left at the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they rent their clothes, and loaded every man his ass, and returned to the city. And Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there. And they fell before him on the ground. And Joseph said to them, What deed is this that you have done? Did you not know that such a man as I can certainly divine? And Judah said, What shall we say to my master? What shall we speak, or how shall we clear ourselves? Yahweh has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my master's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, 
Far be it from me that I should do so. But the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get up in peace to your father. And then Judah came near to him and said, O oh, my master, let your servant, I ask you, speak a word in my master's ears, and let not your anger burn against your servant, for you are even as Pharaoh. My master asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my master, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one. And his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. And you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes upon him. And we said to my master, The lad cannot leave his father, for, he, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. And you said to your servants, Except your youngest brother come down with you, you shall see my face no more. And it came to pass when we came up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my master. And our father said, Go again and buy us a little food. And we said, We cannot go down. If our younger brother is with us, then will we go down? For we may not see the man's face, except our youngest brother be with us. And your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me. And I said, Surely he's torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. And if you take this also from me, and mischief befall him, you shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Now therefore... When I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the lad's life, it shall come to pass when he sees that the lad is not with us that he will die. And your servants shall bring down the gray hairs of your servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I bring him not to you, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Now, therefore, I ask you, let your servant stay here instead of the lad to be a bondman to my master, and let the lad go up with his brethren. For how shall I go up to my father, and the lad is not with me? Lest peradventure I see the evil that shall come upon my father. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 45. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him, and he cried, Cause every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known to his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am Joseph. Does my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said to his brethren, Come near to me, I ask you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold to Egypt. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me here. For Yahweh did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years has the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earing or harvest. And Yahweh sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me here, but Yahweh. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh, and master of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Make haste, go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, Yahweh has made me master of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not wait, and you shall dwell in the land of Goshen. And you shall be near to me, you and your children and your children's children and your flocks and your herds and all that you have. 
and there I will nourish you, for yet there are five years of famine, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty. And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speaks to you. And you shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that you have seen, and you shall haste and bring down my father to hear. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And the fame of it was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come. And it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brethren, This do you. Load up your beasts and go. Get you unto the land of Canaan and take your father and your households and come to me. And I will give you the good of the land of Egypt. And you shall eat of the fat of the land. Now you are commanded, this you do. Take you wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father, and come. Do not regard your stuff, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. And the children of Israel did so. And Joseph gave them wagons, according to the commandment of Pharaoh, and gave them provision for the way. To all of them he gave each man changes of clothing. But to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of clothing. And to his father he sent after this manner, ten asses laden with the good things of Egypt, and ten she-asses laden with corn and bread and meat for his father by the way. And so he sent his brethren away, and they departed. And he said to them, See that you do not fall out by the along the way. And they went up out of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to Jacob their father and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor all over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, for he did not believe them. And he told, they told him all the words of Joseph, which he said to them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob their father revived. And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 46. And Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba, and offered sacrifices unto the Elohim of his father Isaac. And Yahweh spoke to Israel in the visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob, and he said, Here am I. And he said, I am Elohim, the El of your father. Do not fear to go down to Egypt, for I will there make of you a great nation. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you up again. And Joseph shall put his hand upon your eyes. And Jacob rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father and their little ones and their wives in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods which they would gotten in the land of Canaan and came to Egypt, Jacob and all his seed with him, his sons and his sons' sons with him, his daughters and his sons' daughters, and all his seed did he bring with him to Egypt. And these are the names of the children of Israel which came to Egypt, Jacob and his sons, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and the sons of Reuben, Hanok, and Falu, and Hezron, and Carmi, and the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, and Jamin, and Ohad, and Jachin, and Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanitish woman, and the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, and the sons of Judah, Ur, and Onan, and Shelah, and Perez, and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. And the sons of Issachar, Tola, and Fuva, 
and Job, and Shimron, and the sons of Zebulun, Sered, and Elon, and Jalil. These are the sons of Leah, which she bore to Jacob in Paddan Aram, with his daughter Dinah. All the souls of his sons and his daughters were thirty and three. And the sons of God, Ziphion, and Hagi, Shuni, and Esbon, Eri, and Arodi, and Areli, and the sons of Asher, Zimna, and Ishua, and Isui, and Beriah, and Serah, their sister, and the sons of Beriah, Heber, and Malkiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, and these she bore to Jacob, even sixteen souls, the sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph, and Benjamin. And to Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim, which Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. And the sons of Benjamin were Bilah and Becher, and Ashbel, Gira, and Naaman, Ahi, and Rosh, Mupim, and Hupim, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel, which were born to Jacob, all the souls, fourteen. And the sons of Dan, Hushim, and the sons of Naphtali, Jazil, and Guni, and Jazer, and Shilem. These are the sons of Bilhah, which Laban gave to Rachel his daughter, and she bore these to Jacob. All the souls were seven. All the souls that came with Jacob into Egypt, which came out of his loins, besides Jacob's sons' wives, all the souls, threescore and six. And the sons of Joseph, which were born him in Egypt, were two souls, all the souls of the house of Jacob which came to Egypt, threescore and ten. And he sent Judah before him to Joseph to direct his face to Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen, and Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to meet Israel his father to Goshen and presented himself to him and fell upon his neck and wept on his neck a good while. And Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen your face, because you are yet alive. And Joseph said to his brethren and to his father's house, I will go up and show Pharaoh and say to him, My brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come to me, and the men are shepherds, for their trade has been to feed cattle. And they brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have, and it shall come to pass when Pharaoh shall call you and shall say, What is your occupation that you shall say? Your servant's trade has been about cattle from our youth even until now, both we and also our fathers, that we may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 47. And then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, five men, and presented them to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They said moreover to Pharaoh, For to travel in the land are we come, for your servants have no pasture for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we ask you, let your servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, saying, your father and your brethren are come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. In the best of the land make your father and brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen let them dwell. 
And if you know any men of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, How old are you? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers and the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh, and went out from before Pharaoh. And Joseph placed his father and his brethren, and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren, and all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. And Joseph brought the money to Pharaoh's house. And when the money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money fails. And Joseph said, Give your cattle, and I will give you for your cattle if money fails. And they brought their cattle to Joseph. And Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses and for the flocks and for the cattle of the herds and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came to him the second year and said to him, We will not hide it from my master, how that our money is spent. My master also has our herds of cattle. There is not anything left in the sight of my master except for our bodies and our lands. Wherefore shall we die before your eyes, both we and our land? By us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants to Pharaoh. And give us seed that we may live and not die, that the land be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for the Egyptians sold every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them, for so the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt even to the other end of it. Only the land of the priests did he not buy. For the priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave them. Wherefore they did not sell their lands. And then Joseph said to the people, Behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh. Here is seed for you, and you shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that you shall give the fifth part to Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own for seed of the field and for your food and for them of your households and for food for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my master, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions in it, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt seventeen years. So the whole age of Jacob was a hundred forty-seven years. And the time drew near that Israel must die, and he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found grace in your sight, put, I ask you, your hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I ask you, in Egypt. But I will lie with my fathers, and you shall carry me out of Egypt, and bury me in their burying place. And he said, I will do as you have said. And he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. 
and Israel bowed himself upon the bed's head. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 48. And it came to pass after these things that one told Joseph, Behold, your father is sick. And he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And one told Jacob and said, Behold, your son Joseph comes to you. And Israel strengthened himself and sat upon the bed. And Jacob said to Joseph, El Shaddai appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make of you a multitude of people and will give this land to your seed after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, which were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you to Egypt, are mine. As Reuben and Simeon, they shall be mine. And your issue, which you beget after them, shall be yours, and shall be called after the name of their brethren in their inheritance. And as for me, when I came from Padan, Rachel died by me in the land of Canaan in the way, when yet there was but a little way to come to her Ephrath, and I buried her there in the way of Ephrath. The same is Bethlehem. And Israel held, beheld Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? And Joseph said to his father, They are my sons whom Yahweh has given me in this place. And he said, Bring them, I ask you, to me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I had not thought to see your face, and lo, Yahweh has showed me also your seed. And Joseph brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand, and brought them near to him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hands wittingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, Yahweh, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the Elohim which fed me all my life long to this day, the messenger which redeemed me from all evil, Bless the lads, and let my name be named upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Put your right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it, my son, I know it. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, In you shall Israel bless, saying, Yahweh make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I die. But Yahweh shall be with you and bring you again to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brethren, which I took out of the hand of the Amorite with my sword and with my bow. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 49. And Jacob called to his sons and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. 
Gather yourselves together and hear you, sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellence of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable is water, you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, and then you defiled it. He went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O my soul, come you not to their secret, into their assembly, my honor. Be not you united. For in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they dug down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, you are he whom your brethren shall praise. Your hand shall be in the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you are gone up. He stooped down, he crouched as a lion, and is an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and to him shall the gathering of the people be. Binding his foal to the vine, and his ass's colt to the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. Zebulun shall dwell at the haven of the sea, and he shall be for a haven of ships, and his border shall be unto Zidon. Issachar is a strong ass couching down between two burdens. And he saw that rest was good, and the land that it was pleasant, and bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant to tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent along the way, an adder in the path that bites the horse heels so that his rider shall fall backwards. I have waited for your salvation, O Yahweh. God, a troop shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. Out of Asher his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. Naphtali is a hind let loose. He gives goodly words. Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hand of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the El of your Father who shall help you, and by the Almighty who shall bless you with the blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lies under, blessings of the breasts and of the womb, the blessings of your Father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors to the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be upon the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Benjamin shall ravin as a wolf, in the morning he shall devour the prey, and at night he shall divide the spoil. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it that their father spoke to them and blessed them. Every one according to his blessing he blessed them, and he charged them and said to them, I am to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with the field of Ephron the Hittite for a possession of a burying place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife. And there I buried Leah. The purchase of the field and of the cave that is there 
was from the children of Heth. And when Jacob had made an end of his commanding his sons, he gathered up his feet to the bed and breathed his last and was gathered to his people. End of chapter. Genesis chapter 50. And Joseph fell upon his father's face and wept upon him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel. And forty days were fulfilled for him, for so are fulfilled the days of those which are embalmed. And the Egyptians mourned for him threescore and ten days. And when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spoke to the house of Pharaoh, saying, if now I have found grace in your eyes, speak, I ask you, in the ears of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, I die in my grave which I have digged for me in the land of Canaan. There shall you bury me. Now therefore let me go up, I ask you, and bury my father, and I will come again. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father according as he made you swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, and all the house of Joseph and his brethren and his father's house. Only their little ones and their flocks and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. And they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond Jordan. And there they mourned with a great and very sore lamentation. And he made a mourning for his father seven days. And when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning in the floor of Atad, they said, This is a grievous mourning to the Egyptians. Wherefore, the name of it was to be called Abel Mizraim, which is beyond Jordan. And his sons did to him according as he commanded them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with the field for a possession of a burying place of Ephron the Hittite before memory. And Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph perhaps now will hate us and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did to him. And they sent a messenger to Joseph, saying, Your father did command before he died, saying, So shall you say to Joseph, Forgive, I ask you now, the trespass of your brethren and their sin, for they did to you evil, and now we ask you, Forgive the trespass of the servants of Yahweh, of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. And Joseph said to them, Fear not, for am I in the place of Yahweh? But as for you, you thought evil against me. But Yahweh meant it for good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save many people alive. Now, therefore, do not fear. I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. And Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house. And Joseph lived a hundred and ten years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brethren, I die. And Yahweh will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, Yahweh will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. 
so Joseph died, being a hundred ten years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. End of chapter. <laughs>